Like many of you, we battled depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. And now, the When Words Fail Music Speaks interview. Hey everybody, welcome to When Words Fail Music Speaks with your handicapped host, James Cox. I have a very important guest for tonight's episode of, uh, well, a- well, interview, not episode. Uh, um, so, influenced by earth crisis, strain, and indecision, seeing my end uh, d- demonstrates that Broken Val uh, continues to cut their teeth on traditional hardcore in the, of the 90s. While simultaneously pulling, the, pull, pulling from more modern metallic el- elements, uh, the new EP builds upon the band's sense of urgency initiated on their 2020 demo, which caught the attention of Sunday Drive Records and led to them signing them. Rocket Vale is a hardcore band formed in 2020 uh, based out of Connecticut. They, they released their first demo of in, in the summer of 2020 that delivered a strong anti-fascist, anti-racist message while calling for liberation against the right. Each song is a direct, urgent, and full of revelation and hope, to, hope for a better, equal future. The band delivers the message with songwriting in the veins of early Earth Crisis, Count Me Out, and Strain. The band is currently preparing to embark a co-headline run across the East Coast with Orange County Band, uh, Take Take, take it to heart and the Midwest run with Buffalo is faced. We are excited to talk to, with two members from the band Broken Vow with singer Tommy and guitarist Evan. We will not let the virus continue! guys how you doing doing good how doing are you great was that a good introduction or what it's phenomenal yeah. Perfect. Perfect. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. um so uh there okay so i have a major major uh question for y'all right right out of bat okay mm-hmm. so when, when i was researching you i i i i saw you were from new england but then you uh, some, some other sites said that you're from Connecticut. I don't yeah. like false. I don't like false rumors. So I want to clear that up right now. Where are y'all from? <laughs> yeah. So um, the band started, and the the genesis of Broken Bow was in Connecticut, and we all met at a Connecticut hardcore show. And our like base of operations, so to speak, is still in Connecticut, but just with like you know uh, people's lives changing and members of the band changing. Uh, we now have members from Massachusetts, Connecticut, and Rhode Island, so it didn't make sense to just nail it down to one state and just say New England instead. So New England, New England hardcore, but we love Connecticut and we're we do a lot in Connecticut. So oh, yeah. we had our 
we had our record release show that was kind of like celebrating the band um, last weekend. And it only made sense for that to happen in Connecticut. But we're from all over New England. It didn't make sense to just call the band a Connecticut band yeah. anymore. Well, New England is great because I've always wanted to visit it. You know, I've uh, mm-hmm. I've been to the Philippines like when I was like three or four. I don't remember anything from it. So New England is one of the places that I really want to go to the most. So, it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, so question for you both. Um, so was music the only thing that you wanted to do as far as a career, or did you want to do something else? Before, hey, you know, music is my, you know, my jam. We have very different answers on this. Yeah, I think we do. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of like a, I don't know, M- music is like what I'm working on music and like every different facet is what like motivates me the most. And it's, I, th- I think it's the, the sense in which I'm like meant to work, you know what I mean, um, is, is like through music and I could just I could sit down with a project and not look up for five hours and not make any contact with the outside world and like I'd be fine but um, uh, but I you know obviously you have to as a musician you have to do other stuff to like make ends meet and I don't know it's it's I mean I'm 19 like I don't like I want to do this for as long as I possibly can but at the same time it's like it's hard to envision like what like 10 15 years down the road am I gonna be like oh I still want to tour with hardcore bands you know what I mean Or am I going to want to like go down another avenue? Who knows? And I'm leaving that door open for sure. So I guess our, I guess our answer is a little more similar than I thought. Um, (laughs) I'm kind of in the same boat. If I can do music as long as I possibly can, then I'd love to. That's always been the dream of mine, but I've also kind of understood from an early age that that's just not the most realistic goal for everybody. I mean, we've been doing great, but it's not something I can make a living on. So we are currently taking this interview right now in my college dorm room, you know, yeah. like I'm, <laughs> I'm preparing for the future, but if, if there's a way that I can make music work for as long as I can make it work, then I'm going to be doing yeah. whatever it takes. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Cause um, I know a lot of musicians are doing um, side jobs as well as, as, as well as starting the music career. And then they're, they're they're building up their, you know, I mean they're they're, they're building up their music career, better so they can do like a full time job. So yeah, hell yeah, you know. Yeah, that's can. that's that's the dream for sure. <laughs> so. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. So when you uh when you were deciding to find out which what band y'all were, were going to be, um, so what were some ideas you tossed around and then decided on? Like was it like a like a lot of ideas and then just. Mission together, or was it just like, hey, let's do it like a punk band? Hell yeah! It was. It was a little bit of like a. So what what we did was before the first ever broken out practice. Um, Evan wasn't in the band yet, so I, I got this one. But um, <laughs> before the first broken out practice, we all kind of sat, uh, got in a group chat, and said, "Hey, everyone, pick a like a hardcore song that we want to cover, and we'll we'll put that together the first practice and get those down really good, so that we can kind of like." get the mechanics of being a band together before we think about like anything stylistic. I think that was really important for us because it allowed us to like take elements from those bands that we were covering and be like, Oh, like let's do a part that sounds like this. And then we have it in our back pocket to be able to do a part that sounds like that because like we did a couple of them in the songs we were covering. Um, But it was, it, it definitely, the conclusion was like, let's do a little bit of all of this as well. So like, let's not just like, have a song that's like all slow chugs, but like, let's do some fast parts. And like, let's not do a song that's like all melodic. Let's like have some more like ominous or like dissonant parts. You know what I mean? So it was, 
it was definitely like a narrow it down to like what we want to do. But when we narrowed it down, there was still a lot of variety. So, because yeah. Yeah. um, when I listened to your to your um demo, your, I, I listened to the demo first, and then I listened to um your 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 second EP, and I can I like like front to back, it was all awesome. You know, it's it's like one of those. It's like you have albums like you can't not stop playing it. It's so it's so good, you know. Yeah. And, bo- and both your albums are like like flawless to me, you know. So, that um, that 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 warms my heart. Thank you so thank much. You. I really appreciate that. <laughs> the the other album that I love playing front to back with no problem is uh, the Misfits American Psycho. I'm not but, sure if y'all heard of it, but yeah, that, but that's that's a good one to get. So yeah, okay. sure, check that but, out too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love the Misfits. Anything punk is like. They're all famous to me. So, uh. also, yeah, I, um, your music reminds me of a of a of a of a new age black flag kind of band. You know, like a, oh, yeah, black, so black, flag, black flag was huge for me when I was when I was getting into hardcore. So yeah, for sure. So yeah, it was like black flag and suicidal tendencies were the yes. first like hardcore punk bands yeah. that I like really loved. So yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, so okay, so with with uh, bands coming out now and them planning major le- major record labels, and mo- and more and more um, bands going to the independent route, um, who or what encouraged you to sign with a label such as Sunday Drive Records, as opposed um, to being for like fully independent art artist? Yeah. Um, so su- Sunday Drive hit us up on the day that our demo came out. Oh, nice. I think like like literal hours after it dropped, Sunday okay. Drive was Sunday Drive was messaging us, and I just the the pitch they sent us was just like I don't know. We definitely like didn't totally know what we were doing with like signing to like a label or like signing to a label, like working with a label. Um, but we made we made a really really good choice going with them because um, it was very clear from the start that they um, were in it for nothing, but like they just wanted to like see the message and the energy that the band has like spread right. um, through the scene and through other scenes and just kind of give us a, a platform that we can use to keep doing what we were doing. And they've done that really effectively. So shout out to John, shout out to Jonathan who runs a uh, run Sunday drive. Great dude. Um, yeah. And they've, they've treated us really well. Same with numerology zine. So it's just, um, I, I mean, if I had like a word of advice, I'd say like, people who like want to do stuff on your terms is always going to serve you better as an artist. And people are always going to gravitate towards something that's more true to the person creating it rather than true to the person it's being created for. So nobody is ever going to care about your art nearly as much as you do. And that includes people who are benefiting off your art. So like a label or something like that, for example, but I think we've kind of created a really good team with Jonathan and Nick from Sunday drive records and numerality scene respectively um where they care so so much and they recognize that broken vow is like our babies our baby like our thing that we really invest ourselves in and they they give us a lot of leeway and a lot of respect and like a pretty loose leash while still like being very very good guidance for us because Mm -hmm. we're still young and they know so much more than us and we've we 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 formed a really good team with them it's really awesome 100 percent. yeah because um um none point um, I'm, I, I, and I'm sure you're familiar with Nine Point, but I talked to I talked to Elias, and he and they, um, they created a, a record label themselves because they were tired of people telling them what to do and how to do their own music, and they were like, yeah. "I'm gonna just create our own yeah. label." You know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. So it's good that you found a, a uh, company that that 
backs you up, you know, totally 100%. 100%. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And it, yeah, no, and we were, we were really lucky that, you know, probably, probably just with like the amount of excitement we had someone, someone with very different motives than Jonathan had could have swooped in and been like, Hey, right. like, let me, you know, work with you. And then, and it could have been a disaster, but we, yeah. it was, it was a combination of, uh, of luck and, uh, probably a lot of luck actually. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Cause it's always, it's always a gamble and I'm just, I'm just really happy that, um, that, uh, you know, we're working with someone as amazing as Jonathan. It's, so. it's a lot of luck, but I think that I'd, I'd like to think at least that broken vow attracts a, the type of person who, who has similar, I, I don't know. Broken vow is so belief driven and so yeah. like passionate that I feel like it attracts the type of person who would have good intentions with like, a message like that because like that could get diluted so easily when put into the wrong hands so much so that i feel like those people might not even get to it you know might not even get it might not even care you know so yeah. i think i think it is luck but i think that broken bow is set up to have a really good bond over something like that if that makes sense right yeah it does it does, it does. um okay so we talked about um what it, um things um brought you to the, to the punk realm um so let me ask you this with so many subjects to talk about through music and how it needs to get out to the public, um, I, personally, I, you know, I think it's so great that you th- talk about anti-racist, anti-fascist subjects. Um, how, like, what made you, like, center that subject to be discussed in, uh, by your band? Like, like, like Rage Against the Machine, you know, Black Flag, and, like, so many yeah. anti, anti-fascist bands yeah so i think it was just um uh whenever i kind of sit down to write for broken vow the it doesn't it doesn't make sense for me to write like you know like emotional ballads about the people who left me you know what i mean and like when i hear when i hear broken vows music i i think of the political convictions that i hold and the um like the humanitarian and environmental issues that uh you know that i that i care about and that i um try and devote as much of my life to like being productive towards as possible um and that kind that kind of like aggressive like if i wanted it to be like a little bit of a call to arms you know what i mean a little bit of like like uh rally the troops is a weird word but that springs to mind um but um (laughs) no it's just it, it just it feels it feels really natural to when I hear like the instrumentals that we write for Broken Bow to write about, um, write about political stuff, write about anti-racism, write about anti-fascism. Um, and, you know, since the, and it's, it's never, and if I, and if I felt forced to do it, I wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? Right. If I felt like I was writing myself into a corner, like I just write about something else, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And I, I'm sure there'll be songs in the future of Broken Bow that aren't like specifically about that. And, you know, maybe some more personal material, maybe, it's just um i don't know as as the singer you've kind of got to give your yourself a little bit of freedom to just say i'm going to talk about what i want to talk about yeah. and not and not think and because if you put too much thought to it sometimes it'll get contrived you know what i mean right. and sometimes it'll get like i have to do this i have to deliver this kind of thing i have to write this song over and over and over again and i don't want to do that but you know i do keep getting called back to write similar songs so for what it's worth <laughs> right uh, right. Uh, so, so, so you're the sole writer of the band, right? Yeah. So, uh, all of us kind of collaborate on music, okay. but for lyrics, it's pretty much just me. Okay. So. Yeah, because um, 
Because I heard um, uh, Chris Barnes from Cannibal Corpse. Yes, Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> Amazing man. Um, yes, I love oh Cannibal. Oh, God, yeah. I love him, too. I love him, too. Um, but he says um, that, like, he, he doesn't feel comfortable singing somebody else's songs. You know, he wants to write about what yeah. he wants to sing about what he, you know, what he thinks in his head. Yeah, I mean, I love, I mean, because, because Broken Vow is my baby, I don't think I could ever do that in Broken Vow, but you know, I mean, I, 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 I do love like doing a little cover every now and then, and yeah. you know, that's fun. Okay. Um, when it, when it comes to like the real nitty gritty of like, this is what we're going to put out there with like our name on it and not just like something that's for fun. Like for sure, I always want it to be me. So I, I really think that more, the most important aspect of our band is the message and the lyrics. As much as I love the the breakdowns and like all the different, inst- and all the instrumentals and all that. Like, I think that the most like poignant part of our band is a hundred percent the message. Yeah. And I think um, to, to hand that out to somebody else and to, it almost dilutes it a little bit, even if you were giving, even if we're given that opportunity to somebody who we really respect and um, know would do well with it. I feel like such a huge part of the band is like the whole like youth out- outrage part of it. And the yeah. fact that like, yeah. we really care so much about like what we've been given and stuff like that. And I feel like there's so few people I think that could do that as well as Tommy does. And I think that keeping it within houses is really important. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I'd rather I'd rather be dissatisfied with a lyric that I wrote like cosmetically and be like, yeah, I could have worded this better. Like I could have put this better, but I I still like know I mean it than like a really well put lyric by somebody else that I'm just like, this feels totally off base. Right. You know what I mean? So exactly. and I think that'll, you know, no matter how like pristine the lyrics are, the emotion behind it is gonna come across most at the end of the day. So mm-hmm. Uh, so let's talk about your voice, Tommy, if you don't mind for a minute. Um, so yeah, there there's many voices like Chris Cornell that that like stands out really well, and your voice stands out to yeah. me like perfectly because it's so raspy with a with like a killer edge to it. Um, so did you train your voice? And if you did, um, or like did you have a teacher? But if you trained your voice, um, what advice would you give someone to actually you know perfect your voice more? So it's an embarrassing answer, but like I have, I've, I've had, I've had a couple years of vocal training and I use little to none of it for broken vow because I just, <laughs> I, so I've, um, I did, I did a year of music school and if all throughout high school, I was being voice trained through various avenues. And of course, like there are certain, you know, like breath support, um, you know, vocal warmups, voice preservation techniques that I do bring into it. Right. But when I'm in the moment, um, there's very little that that I'm thinking like, oh, like I have to do this right. I have to sing this like with the correct technique. I'm just trying to get mad and trying to yell my head off. So uh, I, yeah, go on. I was just going to say, I think it makes a lot of sense for Broken Vow to be like that. Um, Tommy and I, uh, Tommy does backup vocals in another band that we're in together. And for that band, like the shit you're saying is like, it's it's not meaningless because I love our the lyrics to that band as well. But I think that you're 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 accenting what's already there and you're yeah. doing it and you're singing somebody else's lyrics so you can appropriately you like use your vocal technique that you've been yeah. trained with. But for Broken Vow, like it doesn't make sense to have it be anything but just like as passionate and as raw as yeah. you could do it. And if that involves vocal technique, cool. But if it just yeah. involves like pure emotional release, then that's what it needs to be. Exactly. Yeah. And I think. I, I, at some point, if we keep, if we keep doing this band, as long as I want to do it, I'm going to need to sit down and think, 
gosh, how am I going to keep my voice up on a 30 day tour? Yeah. So, <laughs> but, um, but I, 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 I trust that I'll, I'll know when I'm there and I'll, I'll do the right thing. So. <laughs> Evan, um, what kind of, what kind of uh, guitar brand do you go to and why? I use a Gibson SG and it was the first guitar that I was ever given. My, I had, I was already a bass player and a drummer at that point. So my parents are kind of like, yo, he's going to be doing this music thing for a long time. And they're like, let's get him a guitar that he can just have like the rest of his life. And yeah. like, I'm super stoked that I have that because I, I can imagine maybe playing something different for maybe a project that calls for something different, but I can, I think I'll be playing that guitar for as long as I'm playing guitar. When I think of you, I think of that Gibson yeah. SG. So. <laughs> I, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but Angus Young plays like Gibson SG, right? One more time, sorry. Angus Young from ACDC. Yes, yeah, <laughs> the classic. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. His, is, his is blue, so he's like Angus Young is like the evil SG, <laughs> and he's like the, he's like the angel SG. <laughs> awesome man, that's awesome. Hell yeah. Um, okay, so um, so what was the first song you learned on the guitar? I mean, like, like what, like what was the easiest song for you to learn how to play first? You know. Is I got I kind of got a two part answer for this one. First song I learned how to play was "Smoke on the Water" because that was the first song I learned on bass. Everybody plays, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It had to be "Smoke on the Water," but the thing is, I picked up the guitar so long ago, and around the time that I started playing guitar, I started playing bass in like pop punk bands in high school and stuff like that. And I kind of I didn't take guitar that seriously. It really wasn't until the start of the pandemic that I started like playing guitar seriously. Right. And um, the song The Reach by One Step Closer was the song that like made me pick up a guitar again. I was like, this song has riffs on riffs on riffs. So I learned that song. And then I was like, wait, guitar is really fun. And like from that, I mean, that was the start of the pandemic. That wasn't that long ago. But like no. my guitar skills from then to now, it's like a different person. Yeah, I mean, your guitar skills from like when I met you to now is like a different person. Yeah, so <laughs> fair enough. No, that's, dude, that's so good. You know, it's like, I was I was trying to think of the first like I, I wish I had your experience that like that song like ignited your passion. But um mm -hmm. when I first took like guitar lessons, I took classical guitar for like one or two years and I just learned all these boring songs that I just <laughs> had no interest in playing. And sure, like it probably made me a better guitar player, but like um I think this the what really ignited my passion for because it's like a two-part answer because like I play guitar and bass in other bands, but, and I also sing, but, um, uh, I think the song that like ignited my passion for like being a musician was Boulevard of Broken Dreams by Green Day. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, it wasn't even, it wasn't even the, um, like the Green Day recording. It was like the Broadway cast recording. <laughs> oh, I just had no idea. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, is he singing and playing guitar at the same time? I was like, I can do both of them, you know? So that was, that was huge for me for sure. That's so, so sick. Yeah. Because one 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 band that my friend really loves and he plays guitar too. Um, what what got him into guitar playing is uh, is Rammstein, you know. Oh yeah, the yeah, last, yeah. That was that was a, that was a huge band for me back when I was like right when I was getting into metal. Yeah. Like I was a metal I was a metalhead and I still am a metalhead oh, like yeah. way before I'm a right before I'm like a punk kid or a hardcore kid. So like, that that band was like so huge for me when I was like eleven or twelve. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. So how does the band go about writing songs? We know that um, Tommy um, focuses on the lyrics. 
But but uh, Evan, do you get with the with with your other bandmates and kind of come up with some songs, or do you have to like full control over it? So most of the songwriting process is um, Tommy and Harrison, our other guitar player. Okay. Um, they, I, I joined this band very, very recently, and this is is very much still their baby. Um, I, I think me, Nicole, and Max, um, the other members of the band, we do add our little flair to things. We do yeah. contribute to the process, but the songs at their core are are broken vow. I believe when they're written by tommy and harrison yeah i think that is like the important like that is like that what that's what makes a broken bow song a broken bow song i I, i'd say so too um yeah harrison and i we used to um we used to write all our songs in our old guitarist garage but old guitarist he's not in the band anymore no more garage so um (laughs) so harrison and i just um i have a i have a, a year of school as um uh an audio production major so i i have a fair bit of know-how you would like basic logic abcd you know um little bit of production little bit of uh, engineering and i will just harris and i will just sit down in my bedroom and plug our guitars in and write a song with like with like a drum machine behind <laughs> it and then and then our crazy drummer learns it one for one even when i'm like oh he's there no way he's gonna be able to play this like jules the right knocks that out of the park yeah. yeah, every time. Oh yeah. Uh, so okay, so when I was listening to the demo twenty twenty, um, there's a song on there that that makes me think that y'all are wrestling fans, or at least Tommy is, um, because you you probably know what I'm going to say right now, right, Tommy? <laughs> um, uh, on the on on, I, on the new. I, I did. I did. I did see that. I did. I did see that. See that you you wanted to talk about this, but none none of us are wrestling fans, actually. Really, really, and and that I am um, so much like Triple H's theme, you know. <laughs> I mean, hey, if 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 Triple H is out there and he's listening to this, I um, <laughs> we we can we can we can strike up a deal, you yeah, know. Call us, call, call us, you know. Like, let us know. Like, I mean, we're. We're very, very reasonable businessmen about this sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> none, none of us are wrestling fans, but I will say I do love that, like, a sport on that, mm-hmm. on that plat that has such a big platform is like so stoked on hardcore and like yeah. heavy music in general. Like, Code Orange did a walkout theme for some wrestler recently. Uh, there's another great. one you brought up. Earlier. Yeah. Um, my favorite band of all time, Kill Switch Engage. Oh, uh, God. Did, yeah, yeah. Did, um, did uh, the CM Punk walkout. Right. So, okay. Okay, so since since uh, uh Killswitch Engage is your favorite band of all time, oh, let me ask you this: Which one is your favorite singer? Howard Jones or just Howard? Howard, 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 Howard. Howard. Yeah, <laughs> Howard. Yeah. And okay. don't, and don't, don't get me wrong. I love I love um I love Alive or Just Breathing. Yeah, oh um, yeah, but, yeah. But, but but it's no end of heartache. Right let me on. just put it that way. <laughs> okay, so my view on it is Howard Jones have, has the best screams. Jesse okay. Lee has the best clean vocals I've ever heard. That's a that's a that's a unique take. Usually I hear it the other way around. Actually, really? usually I hear people say because, like, I, in my opinion, Howard just has the voice of an angel. But people don't <laughs> people don't talk about his screams. Right? Like yeah. his screams are crazy. And yeah. of course, I I mean Howard was out of the band. Yeah. When I was like seven years old. Oh, so no. like. <laughs> oh, but um. Yeah. But I so I've I've seen them live with Jesse and it's and it's amazing. So um I remember there was i saw them on a tour where they did take this oath which is like such a weird song for them to like yeah. pull out of nowhere but um i was like the i was like the i was like 17 and i was like the only person who like knew the words to that song in the entire <laughs> like 
um, theater. And Jesse Lee, I remember Jesse Leach just like looked at me and he was like, why the hell is this like child? No, take this oath. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan, dude. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, um, I was like, hey man, um, everyone else here, they're they're fake. They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, but going back to the uh, wrestling um, Triple H's theme song, uh, for anybody who's listening, uh, uh, check out their their track, the new Resistance, and the timestamp from 144. Sounds just like yeah. Triple H's theme, so that's great. I think. I, I'm a really um, stickler for like hearing something that okay that but that reminds me of this part from the other song. 100%. Yeah, I, yeah. I have that weird, you know, sense. I don't know why. I don't know why I got Dude, it, but I do. I've I've ruined so many songs for people by being like, check this out. This is the same thing they stole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you do that when I write stuff. Yeah, I do that when you write right. stuff. I'm like, Evan, that's this riff from this other band. You idiot. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Um. Uh, so with your demo um, releasing in, in 2020, entitled Demo 2020, which we just talked about, and a new EV called Sane Minds End, which came out just recently, December 3rd, um, are there any big plans for Broken Bell in the new future? Like, are you going on tour? Uh, obviously, I mentioned that in the beginning, but like, like, do you have a like a um, like a full album releasing soon, or what else can we expect? So in terms of recorded music, um, we have some stuff that we're excited to show people um, in the not so far future, but definitely, you know, we want to, we want to let the EP sit for a while. Uh, yeah. So, um, but I think the main focus of 2022 for us is going to be getting out there, playing a ton of shows. Um, we we want to do the whole, the whole country. We want every, every single little state and little town and little DFW hall. We'll, we'll, we'll be there every single town, every single town in the United States. We're going to be touring there. <laughs> um, but, uh, but look, I, look out Iowa. Yeah. There watch out. <laughs> the next um, is coming through. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Cause I, cause I looked at your, your schedule and, and you're coming. I, I live in Columbia. You're going to be real close to Columbia. You all are going to, um, I think like Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, Chapel Hills. Chap- yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I'm going to try. You're you're in Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I'm going to try really hard to get a day the day off and come see y'all. Meet y'all. That'd be oh, awesome. That'll be amazing. That'd Dude, be we awesome. love that. Yeah. yeah they, that's yeah. gonna be a great show. That's gonna too. be that's gonna be a good. Yeah. I was gonna say that's a lot of. I like every single band on that. I am like really stoked. To yeah. See. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's a good bill. It's a good bill. So, um, we do have one more question for y'all, and 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 I didn't see this video because I wanted to be, um, um, okay, you know, like 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 off the bat, okay. okay. I like this. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> so I ask every one of my guests on the show, uh, you know, um, this call this podcast is called When Words Fail, Music Speaks, right? Mm-hmm. And nothing can be further from the truth than that. So, is there any one song or one album that you can think of right now, off the bat? That you can listen to, but you can't tell me or Evan or Tommy how it makes you feel inside. Like it's so, so deep ingrained in you, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. yeah. I got, I got, got I got a couple for this. Okay. There's this whole little like subgenre of like, of like, I don't even know what to call it. I guess just alternative music yeah. that like very much strikes a chord with me. And is it like the title fight? Yeah. Music? Yeah. Like title <laughs> t- bands, like title fight, fiddlehead, GI bill, all those bands. I think it's something in the chord structures that they use. I don't know what it is, 
but whatever it is, they'll be singing about something that I cannot relate to at all, but, or I don't even know the lyrics. Yeah. And for some reason, it just like makes me cry. I oh, can't yeah. even explain <laughs> it. Yeah. That's such a, cause like every, every time I think of like an answer to this, I'm like, no, but there's another one. Yeah. Um, I'd probably say, uh, it's right behind me on the wall right here, but, uh, things we carry by have heart just, um, I think it's very specific about like, like I probably could describe the feeling if I thought about it long enough, but it's just, it's something that like, when I need to feel that way, I'm not really thinking a lot about how I'm feeling, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and that, that album has been there for me in some really, really dark, tough times. So yeah. it's it very much, I mean, I guess the point of the question is you can't describe it. And I was right. about to try to describe it. I'm very sorry. <laughs> but it, just, it makes me feel this certain way that um, I, I very much think I need to feel more of the time. And <laughs> without listening to that record, that's my like mental health goal. Is yes. feel like I'm listening to things yes. we carry all the time. <laughs> well, that's, well, those are two perfect answers because this podcast is uh, built on... Um, uh, finding depression with power of music and you all said it perfectly you know y'all gave me great answers so thank you all very much for that yeah hell yeah if there's if there's one person who knows about fighting depression with the power of music <laughs> it's probably me that's you right <laughs> there you go there you go so for yeah. anybody who's listening right now um you can find them on twitter instagram uh on broken Val hc I guess that's mm-hmm. uh, um, home camp or something. What, what does HC stand for? Hardcore. Hardcore. I'm sorry. Hardcore, <laughs> okay. <bad. laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, they're also on Twitter under the same thing, Brooklyn Val HC. Uh, Twitter. Uh, I mean Instagram, the same thing. And they have a band camp where you can order like uh, shirts and CDs and stuff, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I think we we have shirts and uh, vinyl records up right now, but um. We'll also have both of those on the road if you're live if you're living on the East Coast or the uh, or in the Midwest and you want to come see us and get a, get a shirt or a record. Well, I'm definitely gonna order some some vinyl records because I got Ooh, like a oh. lot of them right here. Yeah, it's, looks like looks like you know a thing or two about ordering vinyl records for uh, sure. Okay, so you can go to um, uh, brookendale.bandcamp.com. And order anything mm-hmm. there, like vinyl records, vinyl records. It's a, it's a, it's, yeah, a, it's a wonderful vinyl thing. Record, yep. Yeah. So, um, real, real deal, real deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're officially um, a band now. Yeah. Eric, now, now we've got a twelve-inch yeah, out. Or you all are somebody, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. Um. So, um, we just wanted to thank you all so much for coming on, and we do hope, okay. hopefully, you'll come back in the near future. And yeah, I, I, and I, 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 I'm going to try to make make the show to meet y'all. And we'll yeah. hang we out that'll, be, that'll, be part, that'll be amazing. Yeah, dude. So thank you all very much. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Appreciate Have a good you. one. Right. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye-bye.